How's it going tonight, everybody? We are Three Dudes Reviews featuring Mike, Terry, and Fox. We are back and continuing on with our uh, remakes category, where we're just taking movies that have been remade, and we're watching the remakes and reviewing it. Um, Our first one, we did uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yep, didn't go so well. Yeah, I think we gave that a burn it. I honestly keep forgetting we even did it. Yeah, yeah. This time, we did 13 Assassins, which is a remake of Aichi Kudo's 1963 uh, movie with a Japanese title that I'm, I can't really say. And it's also not on the Rotten Tomatoes description, so I should have looked that up. It does just translate to 13 Assassins. <laughs> so it's just a remake of a movie from 1963, an old Japanese movie. And it's directed by, or the remake is directed by Takashi Miki. Miki? I think it's Miki. That's how it's pronounced. I don't know. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 96% tomato meter, 88% audience score. On IMDb, it has a 7.6 out of 10 and an 84 Metascore. And this was released in 2011. So it's got pretty good, uh, decent scores across the board. Yeah, that's not bad. Seems like people like this movie quite a bit. Just a quick synopsis of it. There's a group of uh, samurai who come together. 13 of them end up grouping up together to kill this evil lord guy who's about to join. Or is he about to become the shogun? Or he's about to become the shogun's... Or he's about to join the shogunate. Something like that, right? Yeah, he's going to be like the right-hand man. So yeah, it follows these samurai who... I guess end up becoming assassins while they're trying to kill this guy. What'd you guys think about this movie? I think it's safe to say none of us have seen the original. Yes, that is true. I didn't even know this was a remake. I didn't either. But I had heard of it. I know, Fox, you've been kind of mentioning it off and on since I've known you, it seems like. Yeah, I kind of watched it on a whim a while back when we were on like a foreign film kick and was extremely surprised by how much I enjoyed it. Just kind of out of the blue there. I had no idea what it was, so yeah. It's always been on my mind for the show. Yeah, we watched um, Takashi Miike's latest film together, Blade of the Immortal. So that's what I knew about him, but Fox kept saying, you know, 13 Assassins is my favorite samurai movie. I mean, <laughs> not to show my hand in the first few minutes of the show, but um... <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Sorry, I gave away Fox's opinion. No worries. I, I you know, I was going to say it anyways, so... <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I saw it was on Netflix for the longest time. It was one of those that, I, you know, you put it in the queue, and you'll get to it when you get to it, but then you never get to it and they take it off. It was it was one of those things. Like I had seen it around, but I just never watched it. It has a cool name. It's very like catchy. Whenever a movie like has a number and then some sort of like descriptor, that sounds cool. Magnificent Seven, The Hateful Eight. I am a little confused why they call them assassins. You know, when they're samurai. But we'll we'll get into that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you know, it wasn't as slow as I was expecting it to be, actually, which kind of surprised me. It went by a lot faster for me this time as well. Yeah, like those old samurai movies do go pretty slow. Even uh, The Blade of the Immortal, I felt like, was a lot slower than this one. It still has kind of that, like, slow... It's kind of a lot of, like, politics and planning kind of stuff going on. But they do intercut it with a lot of, like stuff to like interesting stuff to keep your attention as well like they'll cut back to like some evil thing the villain has done or training montages or something ah classic montage they have ways to keep you invested yeah it is an interesting plot at least some political intrigue and feudal japanese politics 
Yeah, just some psycho lord who's just got this weird bloodlust and like he's just power mad and like blood hungry. There's some pretty intense stuff or scenes that happen, you know, in the first 45 minutes. So the first like 45, 50 minutes of this movie, well, maybe even longer than that is the like the slow portion of it. It's probably about an hour, isn't it? Yeah, somewhere in there. And then it just like goes to straight action and fights which is pretty cool and intense but even in that slow stuff like in the first 10 minutes there's a super intense scene where they bring in the samurai guy and they're talking to him he's like you gotta go take care of this lord is basically what they're saying and then they show this lady that the lord has cut off all her limbs and that's an intense scene like watching that i turned over to fox i was like man i already like this way better than i like blade of the mortal in the first 10 minutes it's definitely a very harrowing scene even kind of a you know that classic story arc the call to action and you know the the samurai is not even necessarily in it for just noble reasons either like he's like his whole the whole samurai thing is that they want to die by the blade or whatever and they want to die in combat and he's like happy that this has happened so that he can has an excuse to go out there and start fighting again. I mean, he's he obviously doesn't appreciate the deeds that have happened, but he's more excited about just getting back into the field and doing because the samurai have kind of washed up at this point and he's happy to get back in there and start killing and get a chance at an honorable death. So the Lord's obviously a really bad guy. He's doing all this awful stuff, but he has a samurai who's guarding him who took over for the protagonist of the movie, right? Yeah, he has his, like, previous political position. I mean, the showdown really comes to a clash between them, where the guy who's guarding the evil lord is like, I'm bound by honor. My job is not to judge what he's doing. My job is my honor to protect him. And then you have the protagonist who's like, we owe it to the people of japan you know and it has this clash of ideals and i love that about this movie you know my my thing is always that i love paragons of various attributes and the uh i guess he's kind of the sub antagonist to the the sub guy yeah underneath the real villain is such a paragon of like honor and discipline and loyalty like he clearly does not like the guy he serves but by god he's gonna do his duty or die trying you have the 45 minutes of just straight combat, and then I realize I'm jumping really far ahead in this movie. But then you have the showdown between the protagonist and the honor-bound guy. Well, I was sitting there, I just like, wow, this is good, you know? Like, straight-up action, and then this kind of moral conflict they got going here. That was I liked that a lot. Yeah, I was more excited about those two, like, fighting it out more so than them actually killing, like, the evil lord. I just, yeah, I agree. I really love that dynamic between the two. They just kind of like, we're like two sides of the same coin, kind of, which is cool. Yeah, I think the villain really sets that fight up perfectly. We, you know, we've had 45 minutes of these groups of samurai just going at each other, and then it gets down to these last two, and the villain's like, there's such an elegance to one-on-one combat. And it really accentuates their, like, whole fight. And you know, the protagonist, if he was in, like, the position of his opponent i'm not so sure he wouldn't like just do the same thing you know be like oh i must guard this guy and do this rather than yeah i think they're both you know really good embodiments of samurai kind of like you guys said earlier you know two sides of the same coin you know we've had these movies like uh old tom cruise and the last samurai that kind of westernizes the culture and ideals of uh that time and 
period and place. And I feel like this movie really kind of brought it more back to like, these people aren't fighting for what they think is right there. They're fighting for this concept that they've, you know, held dear to them for years. That's deep, man. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) So I like the dynamics between all the assassins too, because they were all kind of different. They were in it for different reasons. Maybe honor. There was a guy in it who wanted the honor, but he also wanted the money so he could go out with one last bang, you know, <laughs> but uh, like I, I enjoyed all their characters. Yeah, it's kind of a kind of a bro movie, like Predator almost. You know, these dudes broing out right before some real manly combat, having some laughs and partying a little bit, even. <laughs> yeah, they're all just yeah, they're just having fun until <laughs> until it's time. But yeah, there's, there's like some kind of comedic moments that kind of surprised me in this movie too. They're just people goofing around, like they're not super serious all the time. But then they go and brutally murder like 200 people. You can tell when the the movie shifts into that, which is when all the action starts. Let's talk about the action. What do you guys think of it in this movie? I'm just going to knock out like a flaw first, I think, you know, just because I I know we're going to be talking this up real heavy. But I I do want to, I guess, preface it with just some kind of context and that it's not like perfect. You know, there are 13 dudes in this squad and this is like a 45 minute fight. And there is a lot of jumping back and forth between, like, each individual dude and how his fight's going. And I do think that gets a little disorienting occasionally just because of the sheer length of the sequence. Yeah, it goes on forever. Like, it's a long fight. Like, I love me a good action scene, but I do feel like this kind of went on a little longer. It's exhausting to watch. And, you know, there are some cool characters in the squad, but there's also, like, I don't know if I got to know all of them all that well. A lot of them don't really have like distinguishing characteristics for me. There's a few of them that I'm like, oh yeah, I like that guy. I like that guy. But the rest are like, I don't even remember who you are exactly. Like, why are you here again? Yeah, there's like four dudes I recognize because like the other, whatever, nine of them are all dressed exactly the same. Like that does not help anything. Nobody's wearing their like highly stylized samurai armor. They're just wearing like black robes. And it's like the cuts are so quick. Like, not Catwoman bad, you know, but you cut to a dude who's, like, slicing people, and you don't really get a good look at him, and then it cuts to some other dude who's slicing and jumping and running. So it's it's really hard to tell who's who in the fight. I think it went on a little too long. I mean, it was great. I was loving it. It was tense, but there was a lot of just slash one dude, and he's dead. Slash one dude, he's dead. When I think they could have had more of the super badass scenes where, like, the master... And uh, and his student and the master standing there and he pulls out his sword. He's like, kill any of them that get past me. Like, that was so cool. Oh, man. That's like my favorite sequence in the whole thing there. They're standing in that alley there and they just have a ton of katanas like just stuck into like the buildings around them just to grab whenever they need a new one. Yeah. And I think there could have been a lot more of those kind of scenes. And there's like there is there is more of them. But I think that may have, you know, broken up some of the cut to a guy slashing and jumping and running. And then it's the same thing with a different character. Yeah, it's a lot of good stuff, but too much. Like if, yeah, they would have spread it out, maybe like trimmed down the number of people they had to kill or something. I don't know. But there's just so many. And it's like as soon as I think like, oh, yeah, they're pretty close to killing everybody. Right. And then it's like a whole horde of them just comes running through. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if there's a, a body count for this on the IMDb trivia. I'm going to go look. See if they actually killed like the 200. Uh, there's no body count here. 
I'm sure somebody somewhere has done it. But yeah, I'd be curious because they slice up a bunch of dudes. So I guess that's kind of one of my uh, my positives, though, with this fight scene and the way it's styled in that it kind of seems more realistic in that, you know, th- this isn't like one of those fights where it's like they're coming at the samurai one at a time. When these dudes are fighting, the like 13 dudes are, you know, obviously a lot more talented at a combat than the uh, 200 <laughs> soldiers. And like every move they make, you know, like every time they slash their sword there, blocking one dude and slicing through another, like they're never wasting movement or just doing fancy stuff. It, it They really kind of address the more realistic factors as far as you can be realistic in this scenario. Yeah, I did notice that they, they would slice a guy once and he go down but then all of all the assassins they get sliced like multiple times they're still going you know yeah they mean they get real messed up by the end everybody it feels like everybody gets their scene i wouldn't know like yeah like we said there's maybe a little too many assassins but i'm pretty sure like most of them had like an epic death that they had yeah yeah they they pretty much did like i do feel like those 200 were going a little easy on them because i didn't know sometimes when like there are people behind these guys while they're fighting it's like man just get in there and stab him that's true i mean they're not all like gang you know bum rushing them but yeah you know two or three of them go at once i guess as opposed to the usual one at a time it isn't like yeah the whole 200 clashing on one guy <laughs> i feel like that would end up pretty quick if they just had done that I guess I kind of take it as like um, the the troops are kind of scared of the samurai and they don't want to be that unlucky guy that gets caught by the slash instead of the block whenever he runs up there. They have that line at the beginning like, a man who values his life in battle dies like a dog or something like that. So I guess I kind of figured that the, uh, the enemy soldiers are dudes who value their lives. Yeah, that makes sense. They did look pretty timid sometimes. I'd be curious to see how the battle is in the original one, you know, compared to this. Like, do they fight 200 guys in that one? I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. That is a good question. I will say there's one other, like, minute, like, flaw, I guess, that in this battle scene where there's, like, these really bad CGI, what are they, cows? They catch cows on fire? Oh, the bad CGI cows? Yeah. Yeah, but they don't use CGI a lot in this movie, and it didn't really, like, hurt it, you know. For me too bad but it's very noticeable that these cows are like cgi there are a couple cgi moments in this fight and it is not good cgi it's not a huge deal but i mean it, it is not great well i'm pretty sure they probably spent all their budget on that town or the mass amount of extras they had to hire yeah <laughs> no kidding but yeah i feel like we're hating on it a lot here but i really liked that battle i thought it was super intense a lot of really good scenes in there. I thought I loved it. Yeah, definitely not to make it seem like it's not awesome because it is totally awesome, I think. Yeah, and it starts off so good too with the the main guy. He has that scroll that the lady who ha- who got her limbs cut off wrote for him. And it says total massacre on it and he just like holds it out for all the troops to see. <laughs> and you're like, "Ooh, that's pretty awesome." I love that scroll. There's so many, like, in, yeah, cool, intense moments in this movie. Yeah, and, like, right after he dropped that, they started running. And they just jumped down into the group of 200 dudes. I wasn't expecting that. I thought they were going to, like, throw more stuff from on top of the houses. Yeah, I mean, they're they're really, like, yeah, the whole samurai want to die in battle kind of thing. They are, if even welcoming it, it seems like. <laughs> yeah, well, because if they don't, then, like, their life had no purpose or whatever. You know, for according to their philosophy, at least. It does seem kind of weird to me that this random, like, bandit guy or whatever, I don't even know what he was, 
joined up with them. Oh, so that dude. I, I think, I guess spoilers here. I don't know. Maybe major spoiler. Oh, watch out. I think he's supposed to be some kind of like Japanese forest spirit or forest god or mountain god is his deal. What? Yeah. That would explain some things at the end there, probably. I mean, I but even outside of that, I think it explains why he's able to fight with like sticks and rocks and fend off a ton of dudes. And he's like, you samurai, I thought you'd be fun, but you're really pretty boring. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> so what I got from his character, I guess kind of along that line that he's a forest spirit, but like the old, you know, classic Japanese movies, they all have like that mysticism to them a little bit. I don't know how many you've seen, but they have like, yeah, that kind of spirit or some legendary figure in them. Like it adds some kind of mystic realism to it. Like Kurosawa movies do that, you know, like Rashomon, Seven Samurai, those ones do it. And I kind of got that vibe from his character that he was probably a major character in the original one, but in this realistic or more realistic kind of modern version he but doesn't fit in so well oh, that's a good idea yeah just a thought so you mentioned um kurosawa talking about um that uh, that dude and how he might relate in this contemporary film and i gotta say you know, that i do feel that this uh this movie the original and this remake really follow that uh kurosawa seven samurai template real close to the t i mean it's like uh they just kind of ripped the template and changed up some of the numbers and names almost yeah that's true they added Six more samurai? Yep. (laughs) The more the merrier. Because I think in Seven Samurai, they fight about 200 dudes or something like that. And yeah, that's in a town kind of in the middle of nowhere, too. It's just different how they get to the town. Like, they're defending the town in Seven Samurai. And in 13 Assassins, they're trashing this town. Yeah, didn't they pay off the, like, hotel guy or something to just, like, buy the whole town? Oh, they pay the mayor to, like, get everyone to evacuate. I don't know what they gave him there. It looked kind of like gold, but they gave him a lot of it. Yeah, it must have been a lot to make everybody leave. Some of them were still hanging around. There's, like, one kid just in the nude peeing in front of all these soldiers. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody could get that kid to move even if they tried. He's letting them know that it's his town. (laughs) (laughs) He was asserting his dominance, you know? It's like one of those evil omens, you know? Like, you see, like, a crow, like, cawing at your window. That means, like, death. You see just, like, a nude kid just peeing in front of you. It's like, I should leave this town. (laughs) Oh, no. I must yeah. go. Death awaits me here. <laughs> Man, I forgot that kid was even in this. Oh, jeez. You know, I did too, and I felt so bad, but it just got sprayed on you guys out of the blue. <laughs> Such a weird scene. So what else do you guys got about this one? You know, I think the acting was, was pretty decent for the most part. I don't know. Maybe it's a fault on the writing, and maybe it's a fault on some of the acting as well. Like, it's hard to keep them all straight. Like, who's who here? What are they doing? Why are they here? What's what's makes them special? It's it's hard to to tell. Yeah, this definitely isn't your uh, Seven Samurai, Magnificent Seven kind of thing where each dude is like some over the top, totally unique kind of quirky character. They definitely uh, there is kind of like six main ones, four, five, yeah, five, six main ones, and everybody else is kind of just some guy wearing a black robe who is a samurai. Yeah, I think acting was okay for those guys too. The uh the evil lord kind of reminded me a little bit of like Jokerish in his character. Yeah, a little bit. He's kind of just like smirking and smiling at everything. Yeah, yeah, and he says the weirdest 
things while he's doing awful stuff, you know? Yeah, he's very much like a, yeah, just wants to see the world burn because he's bored kind of guy. Some people just want to watch the world burn, Master Bruce. He didn't <laughs> want the diamonds. What? Was that Michael oh. Caine? Did we get Michael Caine on the show? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Hello, Fox. Hello, Mike. <laughs> He didn't want the diamonds. He just wanted to burn the whole forest down. <laughs> Some people just want to watch the world burn. Oh, and before I go, I have one last thing I must say of much importance. <sighs> you know, I'm starting to suspect this may not, this might be an imposter bad Mike. This may not be Michael Caine. Hello, can you hear me? It's, oh. it's Hello? Some guy just came into my apartment and started talking on my mic. Weird. <laughs> uh, I don't even remember what we were talking about with the samurai. <laughs> just like the villain, how crazy he was, and he just he didn't he just wanted to be entertained by the bloodshed and stuff. They definitely do a great job of making you really dislike this villain. He does a lot of real despicable things, and everyone's just like, oh my god, he can't do that, can he? Apparently he can. You do hate him. <laughs> I can't think of anything else. You guys ready for some overall presentation? Sure. Why not? Allow me to explain our scale. We have four different ratings. Um, there's the burn it category, which means we absolutely despise the movie and wish we had never seen it. There's pass, where it wasn't great. We still didn't like it very much. But maybe there's some redeemable stuff. Maybe not. Then we have watch it, which is pretty good. You don't necessarily have to go see it, but it's definitely worth a watch if you do see it. Uh, and then we have buy it, which is like a must-see. Everybody's got to see this movie. It's a classic or a soon-to-be classic, and you should buy it and add it to the collection. So I like this movie a lot. I like samurai movies, and this was a pretty good samurai movie. It had good good shots good cinematography some good fights it had the whole honor you know morals versus morals of the people what's best taking out this evil guy i gotta give this one a strong watch i like this movie quite a bit it was a good recommendation fox oh thank you you know early in the review this is uh definitely my favorite samurai movie although i uh not gonna say i've seen a lot of them that's oh you know it's possible to change but of what i've seen this one's my favorite. I always compare these kind of things to like the very first sort of real war movie I ever saw, which was Navy Seals from the 90s, where the whole first hour is just them broing out and doing goofy stuff. And then the last 45 minutes is just horrible terrors of war, battle, endless. And that's very much what this is. And I love it. I'm going to give it a buy it. I definitely would watch this repeatedly show it off. You know, if I could get some kind of wicked steelbook for this thing, oh man, on that in an instant. Yeah, I think the action is really good in this movie. It's awesome. I think there, it's the pacing's a lot better than I expected, but I was kind of surprised when I thought that the pacing was a little off towards the end when the action was happening. Like, it does go on a little bit long, and I think there may be too many characters. But overall, like, yeah, the acting's solid. The story saw there's enough like epic moments to keep me invested. There's enough like character moments to keep me invested. I, I'm going to give it a watch it as well. A strong watch it. I really enjoyed it. I haven't seen many samurai movies either, but this is definitely up there. I guess that rounds it out to a, a watch it. This was a good remake. We found a good remake, guys. We did it. Having not seen the original, I guess it, I would say the remake probably was a good thing it got remade because I don't know if a lot of people would have seen it otherwise or heard of it. 
I don't know. I don't know how popular the original was. Yeah, it sounds like uh, people even prefer this over the original. It sounds like maybe for budget reasons, especially production value. So uh, what's next on the the remakes watch? So for next time, yeah, thinking maybe the uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers third remake, (laughs) The Invasion. Our first double remake. Yeah, the scores are not great, which kind of bums me out. The 70s one's real good, so I guess we'll uh, we'll find out, huh? You predicted our next series, the double remake. <laughs> Dang it. Oh, no. Uh, if you guys want to get in contact with us or, you know, uh, message us or talk to us, you can always find us on Facebook, 3 Dudes Reviews. Um, you can find us on Twitter, same thing, 3 Dudes Reviews. You can email us at uh, 3DudesReviewsPodcast at gmail.com as well if you want. Let us know what you think of the movie, you know, if you got recommendations, categories you want us to do anything like that we'd be happy to hear it all right cool this is three dudes reviews signing off (laughs)